with the Go MRI Man. Spread the knowledge. Motivate the people. All right, what's up? It's Kwame, a.k.a. MRI Man. This is the MRI Man podcast. And today I have a special guest, Anthony, old friend. We go way back since high school, man. But uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about working at an outpatient center versus working at a hospital, the pros and cons. But yeah, man, I'm going to get you on, Anthony. All right, what's up, Anthony? Um, Yeah, man, introduce yourself. How you guys doing? Uh, my name is Anthony. Um, I've been working as an MR tech for about nine nine years. Um, mm-hmm. Have most of my experience uh, working outpatient. So majority of the uh, time has been outpatient, like eight years, and uh, less about less than a year doing inpatient. So it's been cool. It's been it's been a journey. All right, for sure, man. That's dope. Um, so yeah, we went to the same school. By the way, we went to Castellano College. And dude, I remember seeing you. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. I remember seeing you in the hallway. Like we were like, dude. I don't know if I was going downstairs or going upstairs. I was like, oh shit, it's freaking Anthony. <laughs> that was crazy, dude. I was like, God damn, what are the chances? This little school in Van Nuys, you were there, and uh, who else was there? Adrian was there, I think. Adrian was there, yeah. You guys, Adrian yeah, Flores was there. I couldn't believe it, dude. I was like, what the hell? The universe <laughs> brought us back together. And that was not that was dope. So I saw you guys there. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, see you guys doing. I think you're ahead of me in the class, right? You're like over there. Two, like, one right, or cool. two, two classes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right, dope. Like, you know, I know this is legit because I for a while I was like, what's going on here? Sometimes I show up to the school, doors weren't <laughs> open, there was no teacher. I was like, ah, oh, dude, did I get jacked over here? I was like, but I saw you guys there. I was like, all right, cool. It made me feel a little better. But, uh, dude, um, yeah, man, back high, back in high school, man, freaking crazy days, dude. Didn't know what the hell I was going to do when I was in high school. Obviously, things have changed. We got kids now. Um, thought, thought I was going to be a rapper. <laughs> Shout out to Backtrack, <laughs> dude, or Nightmare Records. I had, I got to throw that out there. Um, good times, dude. That was fun. Little playful, little uh, diss tracks and stuff. Balling up. But yeah, man, it was it was crazy, dude. High school. Oh, man. But yeah, let's uh, start talking about this, man. Um, So you're in the outpatient center. Let's let's start with the outpatient center. Um, What was it like for you? You know, so you get out of school, you do your clinicals and you get into the outpatient center. Um, What was it like for you working at the outpatient center? Did you expect it to be? the way it was when you signed up for school, like working in the outpatient center? Um, definitely not when I signed up for school. I Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't come from a, a you know medical background, so I had no idea what to expect. Um, I got just in the program because of Adrian, so he was just got mm. me in the program. Um, and then I was just going to school just to go to school. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted <laughs> to do myself. So like, wow. oh, I'm in school now, I'm in the program, so. Yeah, never would have thought I'd be doing this. That's crazy. That's crazy. So how many patients would you do at the uh, the outpatient center, like when you were working there? Oh, man, it ranged probably from like 10 to sometimes it'd be crazy, like 14, but mm-hmm. at least 10. So pretty busy, pretty busy day. Um, were you ever like stressed out? 
working at the outpatient center? Like what stressed you out the most you would say? Um, I think it would be staying on time. I mean, obviously you got, you know, one patient puts you behind and then next thing you know, it just, you know, domino effect. And it just, since they're all stacked up in individuals in slots, you're pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as you fall behind, it's, it's hard to catch up, but that'd be probably the most stressful. But I mean, you come, you, once you start doing it long enough, you just, you stop to really, you stop caring about that and you just try to be as efficient as you can. And just knowing that, know that you're doing what you can to stay on time. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, that's definitely the hardest part of my job right now. Working at an outpatient center is staying on time. Um, everything else you at this point, you know, we've already been scanning for a while now and we know how to do pretty much every exam, but yeah, staying on time, man, it's just, uh, it's a whole game and you learn how to, uh, you know, manipulate the, the protocols a little bit if you have to. Um, the thing too, is, uh, working at an outpatient, I will say, uh, the schedule. So you kind of know what your schedule is going to be. I don't know about you, like weeks ahead of time, right? You can, I could always check like, oh, two weeks later, the week later, we're going to have these scans and you get a little bit more time to uh, prepare. Um, did you feel that way? Like at the outpatient, like, did you feel like you had a fair amount of time to kind of like prepare for an exam, something like that was a different exam or something like that? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there was a lot of, um, a lot of scheduling issues, obviously, but then there was a lot of, uh, um, it, it changed so so frequently that, you know, you mm-hmm. would think that this exam was coming and it wasn't, or you're not ready for this exams and it just pop up. Um, since, mm. you know, scheduling department was pretty much a scheduling, it was like a centralized scheduling department that would just schedule for all these sites. So, but I mean, for the most part, yeah, absolutely. You kind of prepare for what's, what's to come. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, let's, let's go into the hospital, bleed into that a little bit. The hospital, um, how many, how many people are you scanning at a hospital on average, would you say? Um, I would say between seven to nine, I know you try mm-hmm. to get more done, but I'd say on average, that'd probably be it. Okay. So average right there. it's a little, is it, so you'd say it's like a little less than an outpatient. Would you say that like a little bit less uh, amount of patients or about the same or? Definitely less. Definitely, Definitely less. less. My numbers could be off because, I mean, I really don't really, I've, I, it's been a while since I paid attention to how many people I scan. Usually mm-hmm. it's just like, <laughs> bring down the next one. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. been a while. Yeah. So for sure, um, I would, the outpatient I'm at now, um, there's, there's two machines and we work 10 hour shifts and it's, in, it's like, it's insanely busy, man. It's like 30 up in the thirties, 34, 36. It's like, it's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. I don't know how that, how we, how we run that place, but they, we figured out a way to run it efficiently, um, through trial and error. But yeah, when I was working at the hospital, yeah, like you said, it was, it was less than, it was definitely less than 15. It was probably like 10, 11 double digits. And I remember uh, working with another guy, uh, another tech that was there. I would see him every once in a while. Um, he was uh, telling me like a busy day. He'd be like, yeah, double digits, double digits. So it's like whenever we hit 10, that was considered a busy day at the hospital. Um, but yeah, dude, it was some days I feel like I was there and it was like three or four, three or four patients, man. Just that was it. Um, but 
um have you know what have you noticed about like the differences in patients at the hospital like how different have you seen them be like for example um just like totally just sick patients right just like hurt critical have you seen those patients yet since you've been there altered coming down yeah. you know from the icu bunch of leads traked it's like yeah it gets pretty it's pretty intense like at, at first i was just like oh man how are we gonna get this person done but after a while man you just slide them over make sure they don't have anything that's you know that's that can't go in the mr uh, suite yeah. and you pretty much put them in there and get them scanned yeah dude for sure like i definitely like it was crazy because when I worked at the outpatient center, it was like, you, you see a lot of them and a lot of the patients are usually happy. They're scanning their knee or whatever, but they're usually like kind of walking and their back kind of hurts, but they're like, yeah, they're happy. And you're just talking to them, you know, having a little, little small talk. Oh, how's the dog and the family? And they're just like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, hey, shaking their hands and shit, <laughs> smiling. And then the freaking um, the hospital, when I got there, like you said, I saw that tube down the throat for the first time and they're just like oh, you can't necessarily be like hey how's it going are they over there with their gallbladder like oh like you can't be like oh hi how's it going and they're just laying there half dead so it's different yeah and it's like are they have the heart monitor and that thing's tripping you bring them out and they're gasping for air it's pretty intense yeah the first time i'm like holy shit and uh it was yeah man it was it was definitely experience um seeing that for the first time i was like wow but you know you're working alongside nurses i'm sure um especially those patients that need to be monitored right don't you always have a nurse there with those yeah uh, if they're, uh, for sure those icu patients uh anybody yeah. that needs to be monitored comes down with a nurse um that monitors the patient so that's a cool thing is that you, you don't really have to worry about that side they, they pretty much handle that you just got to concentrate on getting that patient scanned as quickly as you can you know um but <clears throat> the downfall of that is you got to make sure that all these people that are going in the room, um, obviously the nurses and the um, RTs, they kind of know what can and can't go in the room. But you have to just, I mean, obviously you're the main person that has to watch that room, make sure nothing goes in there. So having to stop them, make sure they don't have anything on in their pockets and stuff like that. Um, yeah. That's going to be stressful. But. For sure. Yeah, that, especially when they're doing the... Um they're uh putting a patient under anesthesia right i'm sure i, I kind of remember there's a lot of got the anesthesiologist in there freaking nurse some other tech setting up the machine so yeah sometimes there'll be like three heads in there and you're just like holy shit and i hope they're all and they're like yeah yeah it's fine and like you're just kind of looking and because you know it's going to be all on you if something flies in there they're going to blame Definitely. the tech you know what i mean um have you ran into a situation where a nurse or whatever anesthesiologist came down and they were like looking for a certain tube or a wire and they, they asked or they asked you something you didn't know and they're like, what do you mean? Like, have you ran into any problems like that with like the nurses um, or like where you're kind of like, oh, damn, like, I don't know, like where the machine is or <laughs> something like that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? I mean, yeah, since uh, I'm I'm fairly new in the uh, inpatient, so a lot of the stuff that they, they look for, like, I wasn't really familiar with, you know, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. where's this? I'm like, oh, it should be over here. Good thing a lot of everything is labeled where I'm at, so 
you know, it should be, it should be right around this area. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think uh, for me, at least the hardest part is trying to tell the patient, the, the nurses, no, like if something that they say, oh, this is MRI safe, like, nah, bro, that does not look like it should go in the machine. So you got to uh, be like, no, nah, that's definitely not okay. Uh, but let me double check, you know, mm-hmm. with like one of my leads or something. But yeah, for the, for mm-hmm. the most part, it's like, nah, it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Try to get you to or get it what in do- there. I, they do. And so have you had patients show up just totally like ER patients, dude, like just totally unresponsive and like the nurse will be like, oh, they're fine to scan or whatever like that. And you're like, have they done, have they tried to slide a patient in on you like that where they didn't have the safety form filled out or have they done that For to sure. you? Yet? Yeah, it happens. It happens all the time, man. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, we, we scan those people all the time. Like, nah. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I hated that. That was when being a nurse, me and this one ER nurse just didn't get along for a couple weeks because she came down and this patient was totally just just unconscious, dude. And they're like, he's fine to scan, da da da. And I'm just like, well, somebody's got to sign off on this. Some someone that's like can be legally responsible for him, like uh his wife or whatever it may be. And yeah, she was pissed and she's like, I'm gonna tell your manager, da da da. And I had to like you know, you got to hold your ground at that point. And yeah, uh, yeah, that happened. And then another thing she tried to run on me from ER, uh, they dude, it's the worst thing is like when a patient shows up from the ER with like an implant or something like this guy had like a unverified aneurysm clip. And I was just like, dude, there's no way we're scanning this patient. They're like, well, you scanned them before we scanned these implants. I'm like, well, yeah, some of them are safe. Some are not. And that was just like another one of the worst days. And she was just like going off on me, dude. And I'm just like, at that point, I was like, why don't you guys just go get a seat? It was for a stroke. I was like, why don't you just go put them in the CT machine or something like that? We're wasting all this time. But yeah, that was just, ah, man, th- those are like the days where it's just hella stressful. And, yeah, for um, sure. Have you had one of those days yet? Like, where you ran into some issues like that, just like kind of stressful days. Yeah, man. I say like at yeah. least two two days out of the week, or you know, one mm-hmm. day out of the week if it's a short week. But yeah, man, it happens. Like it's just it gets crazy. Like uh, actually, on my like couple weeks in, I had a, a, a call RRT. My transporter left, and it was just me. And it looked like my guy wasn't doing too well. My patient, he was looked like oh, no. he was having trouble breathing, so he was desatting. So I had to put like I was like, oh, let me just put an O2 on him just to see, you know, how how his breathe how his, how his O2 was doing, and he was like, you just see it kind of desat. And so I called the nurse, and then they were like, oh, we're busy, you know, just call RT. So I had to call RT in, had to slide him out, make sure nobody goes in the room. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. It was like I was like maybe a couple of months in, I was probably like second month in, so I was still new. I didn't know what to do, man. It was it gets crazy, but now I know where stuff's at. I know. Now you're like, damn, should I, should I call stat? Like, you know, (laughs) what do I do out here? Oh, dude, that was a worse. That was a worse too. When you call about a patient and a nurse is like, oh, that's not my patient. I was like, well, can you find out who? Oh yeah. It's uh, Susan's, but Susan's not here. I'm like, the fuck? Well, can you guys send somebody down here? Everybody just keeps passing it around. You're just like, come on. Are you call in the morning? They call in the morning for a patient or you call all day to get a patient down and then they don't want to go they don't want to come down till like 
the end of the shift it's like 340 cuz i might the hospital i was at i was like the only mri tech only one shift i don't know why but they would stop it would stop like at eh, like four or something like that four or five and i was like so i would have to stay if they would call me dude like at four at, uh, at 3 30 i would have to stay and then you know it could take like 40 minutes to bring down a patient you know what i mean take forever so let's talk about that um like you said the triage triaging the patients right um yeah so Talk a little bit about that, like for somebody, you know, that's a student or like a new tech that has no idea what that is. Um, talk about that when you get your list of patients. So like on outpatient people, you have your schedule to go by pretty mm-hmm. much scheduling schedules your patients for the most part. Um, yeah. But like if you're in an inpatient, you pretty much have a bunch of just patients that are just scheduled or just there waiting for their MRI. Uh, some are ordered stat, some are ordered regular. At least uh, where I work, they have like some ASAP, some like AM warnings, like just kind of like telling you how what the priority is. But mm-hmm. for the most part, you pretty much have to do your best to uh, triage your patients. So if you have to bring them down uh, to your best, like to how you feel is necessary you know obviously you're gonna get some stats done but if you got like a bunch of stats and you got like a case that's on the board that's been there for like a few days you also want to get that done as well you know what i'm saying so you have to see use your best judgment you know what i'm saying like try mm-hmm. to also keep mm-hmm. them in the same area is what i'm learning now is like you know i don't want to keep sending the transporter all these different places and um and it's just gonna take more time to get the patients down so you just have to do your best to like see who's next and you know bring down the stat and then you have to bring down you know just kind of mix it up so that's what I like about the inpatient. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that inpatient life, dude. Yeah, that's pretty pretty dope. I used to like that too. Just at first I was just like, damn, like I they I, I was getting trained for like, you know, whatever a week and the guy was showing me. He's like, "All right, you want to do this, do the brain, do the brains first, whatever, these stroke, possible stroke." He's like, "Oh, brain with and without. Maybe do these abdomens." Like we would kind of figure out what we're going to do. And then we look at all oh, this 90 year old, blah, blah, blah. This is going to take longer. Oh, it's abdomen. <clears throat> Maybe we should call them early because they're, they're probably fasting overnight and you start to develop. Yeah. Like a strategy. Right. And, um, definitely <clears throat> the radiologist would come by actually there, which was cool. And he would look at the list and be like, you guys got any questions? And usually no. Um, Oh, that's cool yeah it was awesome so i like that was that was what i liked over there because i would have questions sometimes and um have you let's see have you had a problem where uh a patient came down couldn't do the scan and uh the doctor called you like the ref doc or whatever er doc hey why do you why couldn't you do the scan like have they done that to you yet yeah you just i mean obviously That's you a just classic do one, dude. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. yeah it's like oh so why, well what'd you do <laughs> Oh, yeah, they man. wouldn't. They wouldn't hold still. Ordering some Ativan and then have them come back. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a tough part because you, you try your best to just get at least something for the, the the radiologist to read. But I mean, sometimes you just can't. You gotta use your best judgment. You're gonna spend all day on one patient when you got a list of thirty patients on the board. So you know, you just gotta be like, all right, well, you know, I tried a couple times. We gotta bring them back down with some meds or something like that. I can't be here. You know, you just gotta be practical at that point. Yeah, and a, a thing I learned too about that um when a guy i worked with or whatever he would he would when he call him down sometimes he would ask that like oh are they in severe pain you know or 
like we would we would communicate with the nurses and then the nurses some of the nurses would be like already coming down with meds that like already for claustrophobia or pain like they already knew a headache some of them and i was like damn they're freaking good or they would be like oh on the phone be like hey this patient can't lay down flat for like five minutes da, da, da. so like i like that part of it too when like the nurses would kind of use their common sense with like mr like oh you know that was that was pretty yeah, awesome. for sure yeah those nurses get their patient scanned first those nurses that cop attitude they just they just messing up their patients on the back of the list i know yeah you're just like ah, who's what nurse is working today like yeah but oh man but yeah i'm trying to think <clears throat> of what other things um what other issues did I run into at the hospital? I think transport was a thing too. If you got a bad transporter, oh my god, they'll just ruin your whole day. Um, <laughs> so I have this, yeah, dude. I don't know if you had that problem. You're like, where the hell's Earl? This guy's, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, just Dude's holding up phone, the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah these guys be on their phone. They be in the cafeteria. I remember we had this big dude. Uh, and he was down there. They're giving out free cupcakes or something. The fool was down there eating. And uh, <laughs> I, went down, yeah. I went down there. He was out there sweating, looking at some cupcakes. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing down here, my boy? Yeah. Come on, my boy. Come on, my boy. Get my patient. Yeah, it's oh, ruthless, dude. And sometimes I'll call down too many, and I'll have, like, three beds in the hallway. I was just like, oh, shit. But, oh, uh, shit. yeah, I'll kind of be messing up sometimes. But oh man, uh, combative patients. Have you got any of those yet? Anybody? Oh um, to... no! Luckily, no? <laughs> luckily I have not, man. For That's sure, good. I don't know. Like I don't know how I would react. That'd be that'd be <laughs> tough. <laughs> I, uh, I already said one old lady that was just like trying to swing at me once, and uh, but she was kind of slow, you know. Okay. And then they brought her back drugged up. They put these little mittens on them so they can't oh, scratch yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, it was hilarious, the dude. They're just like, yeah, they're just like hella slow, and you're just like, come on, dude. Uh, funny. Yeah, a lot of scan a lot of homeless people, you know. Mm, yeah, mostly ab- uh, a lot of we scan mostly uh, abdomens and brains. I swear, those are like the top two, or the MRA head, neck. They just always order that MRA brain with them without, and then head and neck um, MRA contrast, whatever. Yeah. That was like the classic go-to. Um, but yeah, man. So what do you prefer like then, like outpatient or hospital? Um, <clears throat> I think if you just had to go for, I mean, I like the inpatient, honestly, um, just because you have a little more control. I like the stress that it has on you as far as like all the things that we brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I do miss about the outpatient is um, being more in touch, like in um working on protocols like in, with your radiologist they're more they're more involved on the outpatient from what i experienced um mm. you know i'm still new in the inpatient side so it could very well be you know as you get as you get more experience they're, they're there to help you out and kind of um you know help you out in that sense but at least the, mm-hmm. the two places i worked at inpatient they're they're pretty much they just work you know they're not really you just kind of get they run their protocols pretty much mm. but um i do miss that in the outpatient setting where the radiologists do help you and kind of work with you and stuff like that that's true it's more like family setting at an outpatient center i feel like you see those rats all the time and you can just walk to their door hospitals are bigger those guys could be hard to find in a hospital um 
But yeah, man, do you have any other uh, notes you want to add? Did I got any um, couple notes you want to talk about real I guess, quick? The last thing I probably uh, before we head out, just the, the, yeah. the on call on out and inpatient side. Oh, that's a, another downfall of working inpatient is you know you got mm. to uh, take call if they're not if you don't have a, a tech working you know all, all all night. So you just pretty much have to be within thirty minutes of you know if they call you, you just got to be there and it's overnight usually. So that's the only thing I don't like. Uh, how many days are you on call? Oh, uh, it's not very much. I mean, I think it's like once oh, okay. or twice a month. So oh, okay. It's not, not that's much, not but that's you know, bad. it's not too bad. But dude, you don't, you can't even sleep like when you're on call. You're like, man, are they gonna call me? Like, I have like nightmares of that, them calling me in. Yeah, you but can't be cool. drinking drinking beer and then they call you. You know, yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, but you know, at least not get caught. Sure, I would like parents right now. Yeah, we're parents too right now, so we don't be drinking too much anymore, like that. Yeah, but those days are gone <laughs> but uh yeah man that's dope getting to talk to you we gotta we gotta i gotta get you on here again man so we can for sure man. talk about some more but uh yeah man i don't know you want to shout out anybody i guess shout out to adrian for getting you in the program yeah adrian flores man. that's cool shout didn't know to, that uh, didn't know that yeah guy got crazy. me through uh physics yeah uh, physics that shit was hard shout out to physics my guy was hard man that's it that's yeah. what's up dude shout out but to yeah good guy. to talk to you man hell yeah dude. You sometime. Hit me up when you come you out do there. when i come out yeah when i go on tour out there man <laughs> 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 no, but, <laughs> but yeah man i'm gonna uh for sure we're gonna kick it um but yeah man that's that's it that's pretty much it today and you know we'll have a part two for sure or whatever um sure. but yeah dude take care of yourself man take care of the kids you too man you already know, sure. but uh, holla at you, man. Thank you so much for getting on, man. All right, bro. Take it easy, man. Later, dude. Take it easy. Peace. Peace.